When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. It is my cross to bear. I've been in psychotherapy for the last nearly four years, October of 2017. The, the point of my entire platform to make it clear to the people out here trying to troll me is to bring awareness to narcissistic personality disorder and to also, in the process, validate the victims and survivors of said abuse. Hey, you are not crazy. Sometimes, you know, it's the other person. Today's episode is going to be about the narcissistic friend. So this is something like a topic I haven't touched on a lot before, but I've been getting a lot of requests in my uh, in my inbox, uh, on my TikTok, on my Instagram, like literally everywhere. Can you talk about narcissistic friends? So, of course, like I said, I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I have friends. I have a lot of friends, actually. But over the years, I feel like my friend, a lot of my friends, friendships have dwindled down a lot, just a tremendous amount. I used to have a lot of close friends and family growing up. But right now, since I've been on this last, you know, path of self-betterment, I don't have as many. I I still have my brother, my brothers and things like that. But I don't like. I feel like now, if I call somebody, I don't know. Like if my car broke down, I wouldn't know who to call other than other than you know, either one of my brothers or my wife or my you know, my cousin Omar. Even though, even though I could probably call people, I just wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I haven't talked to people in a long time. Because I've been on this, you know, if you ain't with me, you against me type stuff. But. As a friend growing up, like I was, you know, I've always been a good friend. I've been a friend that was always, you know, there for people, but not for myself. You know what I mean? I was always giving, 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 but not receiving, receiving, receiving because I didn't really like to receive. You know what I mean? It's just like, and as I grew up, I feel like my friendships became, you know, situational. I had a lot of situational friendships. Like most of my friends that I, I had were people who I worked with. You know what I mean? Other than the friends and people I had growing up who I kind of started, you know, distancing myself from a little bit here and there over the years just for general purposes, just because, you know, I've been on this path, you know, of self-betterment and trying to find myself and, you know, trying to find myself. I can't find myself if I'm with other people. But, you know, I feel like a lot of my friendships have been, like, you know, situational. Like, I've been friends with people. Like, really, I, I, I worked at Harris Teeter Distribution Center in Greensboro for a very long time. I had a lot of friends that worked there, a lot of good friends. And I felt like we were all friends because we went through similar similar struggles. You know, we had friendships. But we kind of bonded because the job was hard. It sucked. We, was, we could complain together. And only us, only we knew what we were talking about. We would go out sometimes and we would be talking about work, which is kind of which is kind of annoying looking back at it. But we would go out and be talking about work legitimately. And that sucks. Like thinking about thinking back on it now. Um but look like I said also looking back on it, um yeah, if y'all notice I'm back in the shed again. So I'm back outside. I've been I've been inside for way too long. <laughs> I'm back outside in my in my little shed, my little building. Um I don't and I don't live here, y'all. Get out of here. I see people coming he lives in a shed. He's broke. Um, but yeah, so 
But like, so my friendships are very, very situational. Like, and then as a friend, I'm like, I like to be the best of best friends. I like to be the best friend. I like to be the person that you go to, the person that you tell all your secrets to. Doesn't it sound like a relationship? Doesn't it? Just like a relationship. Tell me all your secrets. Tell me all. Tell me everything you want and need. And then, like, friends can love bomb you too. A narcissist friend will love bomb you and give you everything you want and need to suck you into a friendship. To suck you to a long term friendship. This has been my best friend of ten years. You know what I mean? This has been my best friend of twenty years or whatever. But they are narcissists. You know what I mean? They, you know, we vibe. We we had so much in common growing up or whatever. You come to realize that that person really didn't have anything in common with you. They were just giving you what you wanted because they needed a friend, because they wanted you as a friend. They wanted you as a companion. A narcissist friend will kind of love bomb you too. It will ideal. So a better word would be used is idealizing you. Will idealize you. Like literally, just give you everything you want. Like start pick up your hobbies. Pick up your you know, pick up the stuff that you like to do. Uh, the hobby, like I said, the hobbies. Maybe, maybe pick up. The, maybe try to get the same job you do. Maybe work together. Try to one up you at work as well. Don't let don't let your narcissistic friend be your boss. Oh my goodness! Don't let them be your supervisor. Oh my goodness! Hey, this is this is about work. They'll boss you around and treat you like crap. But put it but, but behind the guise of you know of work. I'm your look. I know we we homeboys. We we besties. We BFFs or whatever. But you know, I gotta you know. I gotta exercise. I, gotta, I can't. I can't show you any kind of leeway because I'm your boss and, and your friend. You know what I mean? So I can't be both in that situation right there. Like I said, so getting tired of with your narcissistic friend at work is a is a rough thing. Uh, with your best friend at work, and like I said, the, when the idealization stops, when the narcissistic friend feels like they have you trapped, and when, like the idealization stops with a narcissistic friend when they feel like they have enough information on you to destroy you. You know what I mean? Like even now, every time every time I meet somebody new, I feel like I need to get enough information to take them down in case they try to take me down. Like I need to know something bad about you, so I can use it against you later on. You know, what I mean? just in case, like we gonna be we gonna be friends and close together. I need to have some some damaging information or a way to get back at you, in case you get back at me. I'm not gonna use it. I have no intention on using. It. I'm gather I'm gathering this information. I'm gathering this intel, but you know. I don't want to have to use it. I'm not, I don't have the intent to use it. The, the intent is to protect myself, to defend myself. I don't want to have to use it, you know, to get what I want, to get what I need, to get you to be quiet and leave me alone sometimes. You know what I mean? So, the narcissist friend wants to be the one that you confide in, but will, will rarely confide in you. Unless Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know, unless they're, like, inebriated or drunk or out of their mind or something like that in that moment. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the narcissist friend will definitely set, will, will set it off. Well, like I said, we'll gather information on you, we'll idealize you, pick up your hobbies, pick up your traits, and sometimes become you, start to talk like you, start to act like you, because I'm one of those friends that start to talk like you, act like you, do what you do, because I'll, like, I pick up the good characteristics from my friends that I like or I admire. If I admire somebody's like charisma, I'm like, damn, I, I like that. And I'll ask him. Uh, my home, one of my homeboys, uh, Jonathan Taker, I, he'll tell you. I, I ask him legit, like, dude, how are you like this? Because he's like loud, boisterous. People love him. People hate him too. But people love him. You know, I was like, brother, how do you like this? And he just told me, like, man, he told me about his upbringing and whatever happened to him. I was like, man. And I've kind of picked up those traits a little bit. I picked up the good traits of him, being loud when I need to. He's loud unnecessarily sometimes. 
I'm loud when I need to. I'm boisterous when I need to be. When I need to make an interest and stuff like that. So I, I've picked up those traits from him. You know. So don't be surprised if you, if you if your narcissistic friend starts to act like you, talk like you, and want to be you, and try to replace you. Sometimes they'll try to replace you in in certain people's lives. So you got to kind of be careful with that as well. You know what I mean? Because like I said, they're your friend, but it's kind of like they're your competition as well. They see you. You see them as a friend, but they see you as you know competition and a friend a little here and there. And don't be surprised if the narcissistic friend ghosts you. A narcissistic friend will literally ghost you and disappear out of nowhere like nothing happened. And come back to you uh, just like a relationship. We'll ghost you. The friend will ghost you for a week, a couple of days, a month because they'll give you the silent treatment. Like I'll stop talking. If a friend doesn't listen to me, I'll get in some fire-ass some fire advice and they don't listen to me. I'll stop talking to them. I'll ghost them. I'll leave them alone. Because like, you don't want to listen to me. You're too, you're too good for my advice. Then pff, peace. <laughs> peace. You don't need me. Peace. You don't need to hear my voice. You're not worthy of my words. I mean, you know, if you don't want to listen to me, you're not worthy of my words. You know what I mean? I had a lot of friends that you, I said, used to work in the warehouse with me. You know what I mean? I've, you know, they are still at the warehouse. I've been, I've been out of there since 2017. I miss them, you know, but I just like, I don't even talk to them no more. Like, how do you work with somebody for six, seven years and you just stop talking to them completely? Like, I have went, literally went ghost on them. I know they probably see what I'm doing and see what I'm, see what I got going on because some of them follow me on TikTok, but you know. Do I miss them? Yeah, I miss them, but I just, I just don't have the energy to, you know, reach out to them and stuff like that. I'm kind of embarrassed and ashamed to reach out to people after I've not, haven't talked to them in years. You know, what I mean? it's just weird. I'm just like, nah, I'll be all right. I don't have to talk to them. I'll still be okay. So the like I said, the narcissist friend will ghost you. They'll idealize you. They'll discard you. They'll discard you too. Like imagine your friend sleep. They'll, they'll, I haven't done this personally, but narcissist friend will sleep with your will sleep with your girlfriend. Will replace you in your. Will try to take over your life. Will try to just assert, insert themselves in your life. If you have a, you know, this is the man narcissist, or whatever. You have a good wife, family, and kids, whatever. They'll just try to insert themselves into your life. Just take your wife, take your kids, and be be, be stepdaddy to your kids, and you know, marry your wife. If you just replace you and not talk to you again, and I, like you should know, you should know you're okay with it. You should be okay with it because you're all friends. Like man, you, I can just treat it better. You all right? <laughs> I can just treat it better. You'll be all right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that does it does happen. I've seen it happen before. And the, like I said, the narcissist friend will spread rumors about you. So if they do have secrets on you, and you could be because you overshare it with them because you've been comfortable with them for years, or you just you know you, they they have good energy. You read their energy. And you like them. You care about them so much. If you do overshare with them, they will start to use that against you. Especially like if they if they have something to gain, they will use the information against you. They start leaking pictures. They start leaking screenshots, text messages. Telling your wife stuff you did, telling your husband stuff that you did, you know what I mean? Telling your other friends that you did stuff that you did, isolate you. They'll isolate you from the rest of your friend group. If y'all have a big friend group, they'll somehow isolate you. You you lose all of the friends in that group except for them. Like, how did this happen? And they'll still be friends with everybody in that group, but you'll be one on the outside looking in. You're like, well, how am I not friends with anybody anymore? That's what I said. Friends building a friendship is you know is a tough thing. I, I've had people talk about. I've done one on ones with people before when they talk about their narcissistic friends. Like my friends are narcissist. This is that. And I'm like, yep. You got the, the, the same way. I mean, you know it's hard to cut people off, but if you have to go no contact for your peace of mind and your strength, because they some of some of them are super needy, and they'll look. They 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 will need a shoulder to crown, but they will not provide you the same the same uh, uh the same. Uh, they need a shoulder to crown, but they will not provide you on the crown. Nope. They will whisper your successes and scream out your failures. You know what I mean? So that's another thing you got to kind of watch out with narcissistic friends as well. So, be like, yeah, it's, it's a tough thing. I know I can kind of go in depth into this and keep it longer, but I do. Uh, I'm a real estate agent here in North Carolina. So if you need a house in North Carolina, you know, find me on TikTok or Instagram. Shoot me a message. Hey, look, I'm looking for a house in North Carolina. 
and I got you. I can do that. I can help you out. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I really truly appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe if you haven't. And then, like, if you if you listen to this on podcast on uh, Apple Music or Spotify, shoot me, a, you know, give me that five star rating, please, and leave me a little nice, little, nice, nice little comment. Please leave nice comments, please. I like it. You hurt my ego. Um, <laughs> anyway, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I really truly appreciate every single one of y'all from the bottom of my narcissistic heart. Peace. <laughs>